Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in with K-Squared. It's your girl, Kaylin. Hey, guys. It's Kiaren. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Sabine. And welcome to episode 22, everybody. Yes. So to our new listeners, as always, welcome to our podcast. We greatly appreciate you for tuning in and taking the time to listen to what K-Squared got going on. Um, And to our returning listeners, we miss you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. And thank you so much for supporting us. Make sure that you guys are following us on Instagram at K-Squared Radio and Please subscribe to us on your preferred podcast platform. So we're on spot. We're on, I was about to say podcast. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts, and we're also on Google Play. So make sure that you guys are subscribing, leaving us a comment and/or rating. We would greatly appreciate it. It would really help us out a lot. But without further ado, we have a lot, a lot to talk about today. Like always, um, I would open up with a question or a little scenario to give you guys, but. We have a pretty hefty show in store, so I'm going to go ahead and give it to Kiaren so we can get into the first topic. Kiaren, take it away. Okay, thanks. So today, I'm going to start it off by pretty much going into something a little bit heavy, but just something that I feel is important to discuss, being that the most recent event happened yesterday. So I know everyone by now should probably be familiar with the Breonna Taylor case and what went on throughout that whole case. Yesterday was the actual, I want to say, I don't know the correct terminology, the hearing the for Officer Mattingly is his name. And pretty much the investigation was opened up by the African-American, I need to throw that in there, the African-American Black General Attorney of Kentucky, Daniel Cameron. He pretty much opened up the whole investigation. He's been over overseeing it, I guess, being that he is the attorney general. And pretty much how it all went down, just to sum up a very, very long process, is it was three officers involved. Two of them have been terminated, and one of them is appealing it. Obviously, the one officer, Mattingly, that everyone is, you know, pretty much they know of now, the one that was, um, it was his hearing yesterday, he pretty much went away, went away scotch-free. He had bail, 15000 made bail. He's out now, you know, in a sense to where there's still like another thing that he has to go through, but he wasn't, no charges against actually shooting and killing Breonna Taylor were placed upon him. It was more so neighbor endangerment because a one shot or one bullet or whatever did go inside of a neighbor's apartment. So they were just like, we're going to get you for neighbor endangerment, something stupid, you know? So pretty much I did a little more research and there was an email that he sent out like a mass email to his department. And he said in the email, I know we did the legal, moral and ethical thing that night. It's sad how the good guys are demonized and criminals are canonized. So pretty much in his eyes, which is not surprising, is he felt he did the right thing. And pretty much that's what they're treating it as. You know, he did nothing wrong. She just kind of got caught in the crossfire or whatever. Not our fault. We were just doing our job. So to me, this whole situation has been very, it's been like hard to hear about it, you know, because it's like you see, you kind of like, get personal with it like you put yourself in that situation not even to be selfish in any kind of way but to just think that like it wasn't it wasn't like she didn't do anything you know like she was sleeping in her own bed like not doing anything and to me that just literally blows my mind I'm not surprised that nothing happened to the officers I'm truly not surprised especially with our world today 
but it's more so like it's just so sad to see and I saw on Instagram it brought back to life a quote that I have seen before by Malcolm X and it says the most disrespected person in America is the black woman the most unprotected person in America is the black woman the most neglected person in America is the black woman so to me it like it just goes back to so much more you know so much more of how society sees the black woman like they don't care like they really don't and it's more so it's it's more so us three being, you know, Black women in America, you you think about that, you know, you think about that if something like that were to happen to you, essentially people in higher power that can do something about it would not care. And people, they've made laws about her recently. They have done so many things spread over social media, you know, which is important, you know, but it's more so like, okay, you see people doing this. It's almost like you would think they would get peer pressured into doing the right thing. And it was more so like a slap in the face because it's like, oh, we don't care. You guys do whatever you got to do. Like, this is what it is, you know? And essentially when he does go back in front of the jury or in front of the judge, nothing is going to happen to him. I feel like it's going to be like a George Zimmerman kind of situation to where he has to duck off for a couple of years, come back, and he's a completely normal human being walking around like he didn't take someone's life. So I kind of just wanted to open it up to you guys to see how you like how you feel or how seeing that, seeing the news of yesterday, how did it make you as a black woman feel? Yeah, just how did it make you feel? It's tiring, honestly. It's tiring, it's overwhelming. And like you mentioned, I'm not surprised. Like I'm really not surprised. This is the country we live in. This is our reality. This is our unfortunate reality that black women are faced with this is the world that we have to live in this is the society we have to face and it just sucks that you know no we knowingly live in a country that could care less about us in our life like the value of our life means nothing in their eyes and that's really just a, a sick and evil thing so it's tiring and it's honestly overwhelming like from the jump the Breonna Taylor case was annoying I mean not annoying but overwhelming mm-hmm. and what was annoying was the justice that was not being served on her behalf and the uh, counter argument to this whole thing is like oh you know her boyfriend was the drug dealer and she got killed uh, in the process and apparently he shot at the police officers first and I'm like okay like y'all first and foremost I don't even know if that information is accurate because where are y'all even getting that information from one and two even if that was to be a case even if that was to be the case her boyfriend shot at the police, not Brianna Taylor. And in the process, an innocent life was still taken. And that innocent life would have not been taken if the police officers would have been following the correct protocol. And that's the main principle that everybody is missing. So they need to be held accountable for the innocent life that they took, period. Even if her boyfriend was having a shootout with the police, that has nothing to do with her. And y'all murdered someone in the process of doing that and no justice has been served. And y'all weren't even doing what y'all needed to do in the first place. So y'all barging in the home, y'all doing all this extra stuff, like what is wrong with y'all? And no justice, no jail time, y'all get something for um, endangering the neighbors? Are you kidding me? Like, it's obvious at this point. At this point, y'all not even trying to sugarcoat or hide the the way that you all feel towards Black women. It's just very apparent at this point. And it's a sad situation. So 
it's tiring it's overwhelming and that's how that's that's my take on it and the riots are about to start back up the protests are about to start back up and it is what it is and at this point i Y'all do what y'all do. Y'all mess up what y'all want to mess up. But I'm tired and I'm overwhelmed. And I I just have to pray for this country because at this point, it's above us. Like that hatred and that evilness in these people's hearts are above us at this point. So we have to continue to rise above that stigma. And we're, we're fighting and facing so many things, but we have to continue to just rise above that and fight through that and prove everyone wrong. And growing up in this country as a Black woman, as a young Black woman, it's sad to see stuff like this. Because like you mentioned, Kiaran, we put ourselves in that situation. We say, what if that was us? What if that was us? They don't value my life one bit. They don't value my life one bit. Even with all the noise that we made, they don't value our life one bit. It's obvious. So it's sad and it scares me. But at the end of the day, it's like we, we got to be strong and we have to rise above that. And we have to show them we can do whatever we want to do. And we're going to kill it in this racist country. And we're going to kill it and do whatever we need to do. And that's just that on that. So it just pushes me to go harder as well. And it just motivates me to continue to fight for my dreams, for my goals. So I can get to a point where I can be a voice and I can make some noise on a higher level. Like it just pushes me to to uh pushes me for change like it it pushes me to want to be an advocate to get to that point in my life where my voice does matter and I can be in the position of power to make things to make things move and to make things change in this country so that's another thing that this situation's done for me Sabine shoot I don't know how to follow that you just (laughs) fuck everything out of my mind that's Kaylin's talk I love it talk Talk, Kaylin. <laughs> Miss New York herself. Hello. So <laughs> but honestly, it's just like this whole case, like from hearing from the jump, just being black is a crime in America. Like she's sleeping in her home. Just think about it. Just like sleeping. Like I live in an apartment, like with two other girls. So just like, God forbid, like just, I have no defense. You're just killing me for what? For no reason. Like even with the case with Ahmad, he's running like you see little things like this country does not value us and it's just like hate to say like I'm not trying to be like I'm proud of the opportunities this country has given me but I'm not proud how they're treating us we don't do nothing like we don't do nothing and the fact like we have made hella noise I'm telling you like Breonna Taylor's name that is like I hate to say it, it was turning it is a trend but the fact that her name became a trend it means something like everybody knows who Breonna Taylor is and the fact that the justice system just does not view us as equal. I don't care what law plays the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, we're not viewed equal with the white man at all. Because look, this is not fair. Really? Like, really? Like, that was the ending. Like, we deserve better. Black women, we do so much for this country. It's not even funny. We fight for black men a lot. That's a whole nother topic. But like, Mm -hmm. we do a lot. And it just breaks my heart. Like, I don't, have value and I don't haven't done anything to you like our people haven't done anything to you it's just like you don't like us for no reason that is you're being a hater I really want to be technical y'all haters like you take everything from our culture you want literally they profit off of our culture so much America would not be anything without us exactly and that's just a fact and it sucks so much like you remove black people from the equation and this whole entire country will go bankrupt like y'all literally depend on us y'all literally like 
Like they listen to our music. We are the most populated former artists. Like I know all these white women. They love. They love Beyonce. Beyonce black. <laughs> Beyonce black. You know, at the end of the day, you know, like that's what I'm saying. Like we do so much fashion, yep. music, fashion, movies, especially food. The fashion industry is nothing but our influence. Um, pretty much resorts. Yeah. People go visit more black resorts. Like you see what I'm talking about? Like more white families have fancy homes in a populated black. Like you see, like we're profit. That's all they view as as a profit, but they don't want to view as equal. It don't it's matter. It's gonna take. Call. It's gonna take black people to realize the worth that we really have in this country, and we're really just going to have to. I just feel like we've been too nice. And that's why with the protest, I can't even go against them. Cause I'm like, yeah. we've been nice. We've been quiet. We fell in line. We all told us to fell in line. We did what y'all told us to do, but enough is enough because at this point, y'all not about to keep making money off of us and expecting us to tolerate this type of nonsense and disrespect and inhumane type of behavior. Like now y'all have us messed up and now we need to make some noise. Like it's gotten to the point where, we can no longer take disrespect. We have to stand as a community. This is not the time to be hating on each other, Black people. Mm -hmm. This is not the time to be tearing each other down. We got too many things facing us, and we have much bigger problems in store. And once we realize that, and once we really get together as a community and, and learn the importance of community and just, you know really rising up to the point to where we like we not taking this no more then that's where we were start to see the change and we're getting there and i feel like we're headed in the right direction and i'm really interested to see what 2021 has in store because trust me we have seen nothing yet i'm letting y'all know this is like just the beginning of a whole new era like no, what i'm really, really interested down. about or interested to even see and that's a whole nother topic for another day um <laughs> register to vote but Around this election time, you guys, it's oh gonna my be god. so oh my god. crazy. Because either way it goes, people are going to be upset. Oh, it's yeah. going to be Trump people mad that Trump didn't stay. Yep. Trump people uh, or go all work. other people mad that it's he's going like, to come. It's, in, it's going to come into the point where it's slowly it's gonna becoming be scary. A, it's slowly becoming a civil war. Like they did this whole. I don't know if I was watching a TED talk or what. No, it was <laughs> a documentary. It was a documentary. Scary. Um. The Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma, I highly recommend you guys watch it, but it was mm-hmm. saying how now we're at a point where us as the human race are more divided than we've ever been in centuries. And it's all because of this, mainly our social devices. That's what the documentary is about. But it's also just because of the political influence and um, just the way everything, everyone thinks, like everyone thinks they're right. Everyone thinks they know it all. And that's what I really liked about the documentary because it goes in deep to the tech world and how social media is specifically built like that. Like when you go on YouTube, you're going to see certain things that you type in. Like, for example, um, you may type in like the 2016 elections. It may say like, depending on where you're at if you're in like a super red state they may have on they may have like the 2021 elections or if you're in a blue state it may say like 2016 elections was a hoax depending on what a lot of people believe in your area so what they were saying in the social dilemma was like these people literally think they're right they don't think they they don't see the other side of things because they're just so trapped into this world and 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 it's causing us to be way more separate than not and it's causing us to be against 
each other than not because no one can see each other's sides. Like the Democrats are like, why are y'all voting Republican? They're racist. And the Republicans are like, why are y'all voting Democrat? They're trying to like, you know, take over our country. You know what I'm saying? Like they both think they're right. And at this point, it's no one knows the truth. No one knows anything. Like, so it's a really scary situation. And I'm really scared for this election too, Kiaran, because it's, it's, it's gonna get like that. There's, there's, people who don't even want to vote because they don't even know who to vote for. And personally, I felt like that too. I'm just like, who do I vote for? Because I'm obviously not voting for Trump, but Biden isn't the best either. And yeah, I could go his way, but it's just like, just for the sake of being Democrat and what the Democrats value over what the Republicans value. I get too technical. Value, I get too technical but like, it gets you know. really technical and it gets really deep. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of millennials feel this way. A lot of Gen Zers feel this way. They're just like, well, we don't know who to vote for because it, it's just a lot. Like, I don't want to feel guilty about whatever way this goes. But I do think we need to register to vote. I do think it's really important. And this is a very pivotal point in our society like things are starting to just get crazy like yeah it is I think just on the whole like just on the end note of this whole topic I feel like it's so important us being millennials that like register to vote you know because voting is so important to that's our way of really like making change you know research who you want to be in office and it's not even presidents you know it's so many different people in different positions that make even more decisions than the president does right and you know people don't like to get into political talks or stuff but that stuff is real like our parents we're going to be on this planet longer than we our parents will and our grandparents so on and so forth so it's like we have the power 18 and up you know what i mean like as soon as you turn 18 register to vote like yeah that's so important because we live we're the ones that are going to be here longer if that makes sense so it's just so important to you guys want to make change register to vote who cares if you don't think it's cool if you don't think it's fun it takes two seconds it does. so out there yeah. you guys register to vote because register to vote people it's coming up but i'm gonna pass it on down to kaylin to talk about the second topic <laughs> yes so we're gonna get more into our celebrity news we're going to be talking about kodak black and Bobby Shmurda. So starting off with Kodak Black, as you all probably already know, Kodak Black has been in jail for some time now, right? And while serving his time behind bars, he claims that he has been mistreated to the absolute extreme. And because of this, he and his team are suing the Federal Bureau of Prison due to the following claims. So according to these court documents that were released, Kodak claims that he was gang beaten by the guards, and during this beating, he claims that they, and I quote, flicked his manly parts or his uh, testicles, right? (laughs) And uh, Sabine, you're over here laughing. This is sad. I'm sorry. This is serious. I'm so (laughs) dead. And ever since the fight, he also claims that he's been mistreated and tortured for no legitimate law enforcement related reason. So they basically just beating on him, mistreating him for no real reason at all, right? He gave an example 
And the example he gave is that he was forced to wear a backless gown one in one instance for over six hours with no access to the bathroom, which forced him to use the restroom on himself, both number one and number two, right? Oh, so he used the restroom on himself. And apparently when he did this, the guards laughed at him. They made a joke out of them. They really embarrassed him. He said he was extremely embarrassed, which led to emotional and mental distress. So overall, many people just really don't even know how harsh prison conditions can really be. And I just think Kodak is a perfect example because he's a celebrity It's going to be more heightened. But this happens to a lot of inmates. And I don't know. I just feel like it's inhumane. And I feel like, you know, you know, enough is enough. Like somewhere you got to stop. And I feel like having someone and laughing at someone for peeing and uh, having to poop on themselves and stuff is just really inhumane. And that type of stuff bothers me. And I hate that the prison uh, system has even like come to the point where they allow that. And I really don't feel like people pay attention to that because 100%. this is something that needs to be talked about. Um, inmates get mistreated all the time, especially with the COVID-19. Um, when COVID-19 first hit, the jails got hit really hard. And it's just like, when we think about people in prison, when we think about people in jail, they kind of just go on the back burner because it's like, okay, you messed up, you in there for a reason. But you have people in there for like, marijuana defenses and still having to go through these extreme inhumane experiences that these guards are you know doing and I don't know I just think it's something that people really need to shed light on so first things first everyone was going crazy over this and a lot of people felt like because Kodak Black was a celebrity or he is a celebrity he would get better treatment and you know he would be in a special prison or in a special jail and be getting all this treatment but it just seems like that is not at all the case so are you guys surprised that Kodak is even going through this as a celebrity as a rapper everyone knowing who he is um and yeah like are y'all surprised at all that even celebrities are having to go through this and like having to sue like prisons and do you all think he will be successful in getting his little money from his lawsuit to be honest, I'm definitely not surprised. And it's like nothing that goes on nowadays surprises me. So I'm not even surprised, but it's more so like, to me, he might not be like, and I don't know how to put this. He might not be the right celebrity, if that makes sense. Like yeah. Beyonce was in jail. They're taking care of Beyonce. <laughs> Jay-Z yeah. was in jail. They're taking care of Jay-Z. You know what I mean? So like to them, they're probably like, Kodak who? Like, we don't really know yeah. you like that. So like, yeah, maybe a couple of these inmates know you, but it's like, he, I don't think I would ever see him getting special treatment, if yeah. that makes sense. Like, which is yeah. sad because it's like, you who should really be getting special? Well, I mean, y'all believe like, that celebrities should be given special it, treatment? It depends. Listen, it, it depends. depends. Yeah, like, for instance, R. Kelly, whoa. Throw him in with the wall. R. Kelly, he's the first artist to have charged federal crime, like a federal, he has federal crimes against him. Wow. So, you know, like, he's a celebrity, but, you know, like, there's just certain things you have done, but, like, overall, the prison system, it is a joke. It is a form. It is like a, it's a zoo. Once you're in a cage, it's like modern day slavery. It, it is. It literally what it is. It was another, it was created 
another way to like enslave. That's what like white people were trying to like find. That's what it was founded on. Honestly, yeah, that's what the prison system is like. So, like the first police were like slave catchers, <laughs> like, like the that's police badge like, of first they just, dated from like, like they just be trying to um they treat them off like me late night on Netflix I'll be watching like prison documentaries like I'm such an advocate like prison like reforms they just treat people these this justice system like the crime <laughs> like especially in New York they do little yeah. things also down south they, that's yeah. a whole nother story you know especially Kodaki is from Florida. So, you know, also, like, the so, uh, laws are a little different. The justice system's a little different. On top of that, it depends on his lawyer, what kind of prison. He could have asked for a low-maximum security prison. He could ask for a high-maximum, you know. And those instances happen in a high-maximum. For instance, Rikers yep. Island. Rikers Island is, like, the number one prison in the country that is the worst. That is literally, like, you're asking to die. And you have, like, <laughs> illness. Like, I'm sorry. I was, I was getting booked to Rikers yeah, I heard that's I'm, like I'm dying. I heard it's haunted. I'm dying. Here. I'm not making past booking. You think I'm making past booking? You know when they see me? You never seen the Lady Gaga video telephone when she was walking? That's what they're gonna start doing. They're gonna start screaming. Uh-uh, I can't be here. To me, I was like, God forbid, but if I was ever put in a situation like that, they would find me passed out in the back of the car. <laughs> like I would be done for. I'm it not making past yeah. booking. Like I wouldn't even like. And I, I like, that's literally something that I pray about, that I would never be, like, in a situation where it's, like, guilty by association. Like, that stuff scares me. Guilty, it depends what state. Guilty association plays a big part. Like, let's say, if I was going to Texas and somebody stole a little candy bar in front of me, I'm running. Because Texas don't play. They, they are all about the death row, all that. Like, that stuff is scary. And it's, like, you see prisons in other countries, and they're chilling. Yeah. We did? Yeah. That's all. You got really bad for They have, they have, but every country has their one thing, though. Let's just be honest. Because every country has those one thing. Their prisons be wildin'. I'll be watching the little cartel, little late night documentaries, y'all. But I'll be watching, like little like each country is different but like america each country has their thing like some some countries they still do like execution style type killings like yeah oh there's gosh. some countries that are way back still like so i don't know yeah. every country has their thing but america definitely don't get no pass america's like, like top five like, tripping. like they yeah. just it's like once you get in there despite what crime you do at the end it's of the over day, it's no regulations there's no rules human. you're you're not human no more. look kodak I hope right. you know he gets, My little Haitian brother, he gets, get out. I'm worried. I hope he gets a little justice for himself. You know, like that's, that's like that's dehumanizing. That's very. Yeah. And when he gets out, it's gonna change like his mindset. Yeah. You know that's what I'm saying? It's also like a mind game. Like jail plays a big factor in your mental. Yes. Mm-hmm. So following up on that, and with celebrities being in jail, Bobby Shmurda has also been locked up since. December 2014. My boy Bobby. Like I was 14 years old when Bobby Schmurder first went to jail. Like yeah. that's crazy. You know? He yeah, was con- <laughs> he was convicted on charges of conspiracy to murder, weapons possessions, regular no, that's real. Um, and in 2016, he accepted a plea deal and he was sentenced to seven years in prison. But you know, that later got reduced to five years after he received two years of being in jail while he was awaiting trial. So he got credit for that. But unfortunately, recently on September 15th, after his interview with the board of parole, 
he was denied release. He was denied his early release, and now he will be serving his maximum sentence, meaning he won't be released until December 2021. And many people are anticipating for him to get out this year around December. So he has to wait one more year. But going off of just the mindset after you get released from jail, and Bobby Shmurda being like a popping hot celebrity, he had a hit song uh, when he got locked up. How do you guys feel he's going to adapt? And do you guys think he can have a comeback as a celebrity? Do you guys think he can save his career and kind of pick it up where it left off? Or do you feel like his popularity has now just been thrown out the window due to how long he's been in jail? Because, like, we're, we were 14 when he got locked up and we was doing a little slutty dance. dance. Right, and we about to be twenty one next year. I'm about to be twenty one in May. Kiaran is turning twenty one next year as well. So it's like fourteen, twenty one. Like so much has changed. That's like seven years. <laughs> like don't say that. Listen, listen. I'm gonna have to talk for the the tri state area. Bobby Schroeder is a very pivotal person in the he is. The I agree. Area. So I'm telling you, Bobby. He, Bobby, he doing good. You see the pictures. He be dropping music from jail, and he still be hit. It still be on Hot 97. So I'm telling you, what Bobby get out. Yes, what Bobby? First of all, Bobby, his song to this day is the theme song of New York. When like they for Dior, Dior be lit, but computers is a whole different ball game. Yeah, you're right. You got rowdy, and we're rowdy, and Bobby come out. It's over. I'm telling you, like I'm telling you. So. But uh, Bobby, the thing is that no one's surprised why he's in jail for this long because we all knew he was getting arrested. If you hear the songs, he ratted himself at. Like, they didn't care, you know? But all I can say is that he gonna adapt really well, especially coming out of New York. Everybody loves him. He has, like, a praise here. It's like, okay, we lost Pop, but, you know, Bob, Bobby's coming back. We got one more thing left, so we got to hold on to that. You know, good old Bobby. Um, I think when he gets out, he should just let it go. You know, work on yourself. You've been in jail for a minute. You've been in jail for a minute. Don't do that, Kieran. Relax, you know, get some fresh air, get accustomed to like the world now. It's been a minute. I'm crying. Remember the home, stupid. Are you dumb, 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 dumb? He would have these little bars. Everybody was going crazy. Like, oh shoot, he's in the little speaker, Bobby. Oh, is he? Yes, you can hear I'm so I'm so out the loop, but I did not know that. Well, maybe you know, maybe he will be able to come back, you know. Like his friend is on Pop's new album. Like I'm telling you, they are still relevant. No Mm -hmm. one, no one Bobby coming back. Don't play. well I we gonna be anticipating his pop out. I know I can't dance, but in (laughs) 2014, I was hitting my little money. I was that was my eighth grade, like no freshman year, like um, yeah, like rally. freshman year. Yep. Rally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I can't oh say God. it. It's explicit. But those money things, when you hear them little party, it used to be, I'm sorry, it was hot. So be, you got me dead, bro. It was, <laughs> it was Millie Rock, and then you had the, the shmoney. Yeah. And now we have this. Because young, young and May, didn't she like, she had like a little remix to that. Yes. What? Yeah. That was the hottest song and then computers. Whoa. Oh, and in the remix, it's true that I'm a whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I eat my rice and cabbage. <laughs> I'm 
funny. Like those good times. So you know, maybe Bobby. I'm like, telling you, he's a, Young Thug made a post like he's they're the realest. He's the realest. He didn't snitch on his friend. Basically, like a sub to six nine. But Young Thug, yeah. like, when you get out, I got you. So yeah. if it's slap certified, it's <laughs> over. Sorry. Over. All right. Well, we hope we hope Bobby gonna be slat certified, and we hope that he can, you know, turn his career around for the better, and you know, turn his life around for the better. We don't want to see no more of these black celebrities, rappers, artists locked up. Y'all stay out, stay out of jail, stay out the streets. Um, but we gonna go ahead and turn it to our girl talk. All right. It's your girl, you know me, Sabine. I'm this week's little introducer for this girl talk segment. And today's topic is, when is it time to call it quit? Now, I know it'd be a little tricky. You know, sometimes these situationships, relationships, we don't know when to say the deuces. We were too scared. Maybe we, as generations, we kind of be, we look at the red flags as yellow flags. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, no, we can keep going just slow. We give a lot of people benefit of the doubt. So I'm going to give y'all a scenario. So you and this guy have been together for two years. You had this ter- look, two years. There has been infidelity on both sides. Lack of communication. However, y'all emotionally attached. Like y'all, y'all get each other at the end of the day. Y'all do. And y'all intimacy is bomb, bomb.com, okay? It's spicy when y'all be in the bedroom. I'm sorry. So tell me what you guys were doing in this situation. And also overall, when do you think it's time to call it quits with somebody? Well, um, speaking because I know you guys, we all, you know, have a little bit of, a little bit of knowledge on this one. So I think- <laughs> Take a minute. Orange. I think yeah. the way you gotta like alter your mind is you can get PP anywhere, you know. So if you can't, but the emo- you have to hear the emotional connection. You can get right, PP right, right. Anywhere. I'm a connected. I'm I'm a connected. I'm a connected. <laughs> you can get PP anywhere. Not so if Not you are, you guys know what I mean. Do the do whatever. So if you are emotionally attached to somebody, if you're emotionally attached to somebody that is not feeding into your life or that is not pouring into you in a way that isn't just physically, it takes, I think to me, it takes more so of like a self growth, like you work towards that, you know, and some people will be like, oh, just cut it off now, you know, just be done now. So I think it's like, it becomes a time and everybody has that click. Everybody, it did, who knows when it comes, who knows how it comes, but everybody has that click when you're like yeah I really gotta be done now you know (laughs) yeah and it's like it's one of those things where it's like somebody could tell you 50 billion times Mm -hmm. and it never clicked and it doesn't click until you might be sitting in your room and you're like oh my gosh it clicked it'd be in the shower maybe in the shower the shower be the the shower epiphanies randomly and you're just like and sometimes it's not random sometimes it's a situation that just takes you to the next level but it's like for me, it's time to call it quits when you feel it, you know? And it's like, you'll feel it. And you'll feel it where it's like, you know what? 
I'm not about to be doing this anymore, like randomly. And you just, you feel it. So it's like, yeah. the girls out there, you're with somebody right now. Your friends don't like them. Your family don't like them. Just wait. And you feel it. And you know, you feel it. And you know, it's a little voice. Feel it. voice. It could be good though. Maybe your friends. Ain't no way he's living. good. If, according to your situation, <laughs> if there's infidelity on both sides, lack of, lack of communication and um yeah those two first of all lack of communication is not a good relationship like if you guys try and work towards it and it gets better that's great but if it's an ongoing horrible lack of communication that's not good and y'all had emotional connection infidelity she well, we both cheated we and both not a good relationship so you feel like you even after that it no. gets complicated because we both cheated we have a lack of communication but at the end of the day you get me emotionally, like you that's get your buddy. Like you get me physically. That's your buddy, cause you guys going to da 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 over here and da 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 over there with different people. And but it just be complicated. But you have to be together for, for sure. People. It is complicated, but it's like you gotta both look back and be like, "You cheating on me? I'm cheating on you. Why are we doing this? What are we doing? Like we might as well just be friends." But people overcome it. Honestly, personally, it's time to call it quits when the cons outweigh the pros sometimes you need to sit down that's hard that's hard to but it's like it's hard to face it it's hard to accept because people always never want to uh just be real with themselves and accept things for what they really are people especially women in a lot of situations they give they do with the benefit of the doubt like oh he'll change or oh he went through this or oh he went through that uh sweetheart nobody's gonna give you the benefit of the doubt in life so you cannot give the person that you're with the benefit of the doubt they're either going to mess up once and you and you explain to them why that's a problem and they fix it okay cool because i'm gonna be honest all it's not gonna be perfect at all like it's not perfect the first time either because everyone is different so sometimes it it takes trial and error like that guy is gonna try something and it's gonna take you to speak up and let him know that don't do that again And if he don't do it again, cool. That means he listens. That means he cares about your emotions. And that means he's working towards becoming a better man for you. But if you with a dude and you constantly see yourself having the same conversations and you know you having the same conversations because you repeat yourself. Like, you know, if you repeat yourself, it'd be the same conversations about the same thing. And he never changes. And he says he gets it and he apologizes, but he don't. And you know the cons outweigh the pros. You know you you know when it's time to go. Just like Kieran said, you'll feel it. You'll feel it. But I always say take a list. Like write down a physical list of the pros and cons of the person that you're with mm-hmm. and really sit and evaluate. Like, okay. And evaluate what the cons are because sometimes the cons can outweigh the pros depending on what the con is. And communication is a big thing. Communication is a foundation of a relationship. It's not a a little perk it's not a little addition it's a foundation communication trust those type of things are foundations so if lack of communi- communication is there infidelity gets tricky because infidelity like you said to me people get over it sometimes and 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 like I said that's where the communication has to come into play because y'all got to be on the same page y'all got to be on the same level and I'm a firm believer too in the guy should always like you more <laughs> then you like him i grew up on that my mom same thing yep. my mom always told yes my mom is like he should always be doing way more for you than you're doing for him he mm-hmm. it should never be 50 50 unless it's a ring on it that's the only contract that you sign where it's 50 50 she said but opposed to that 
he needs to 60 40 like you said kiaran or yeah. sometimes even 70 30 depending on where you at not the 70 30 yeah. okay because it's like people go with the 70 30 because i'm giving 30 percent is already a lot sweetheart how about that how about that's already a lot you know what i'm saying <laughs> about that. So and as a woman, and you have to know what value you bring because some women, and I was just talking about this, some women be expecting too much, but you're not even firm and you're not even holding yourself to a certain value for a man to even be wanting to do for you how he does for you. Like y'all be one of these men. To Let me just say you. this. It, you cannot me. expect. Nope. A Birkin boy. <laughs> nope. And you're not a Birkin girl. Just run it back. And you're not a Birkin girl, okay? And you cannot expect if you're a Birkin girl, and you got a uh, what's a brand that might not be like as expensive? Michael Kors bag. (laughs) You got a Michael Kors boy. It just doesn't. It doesn't work. Yeah. Because you can't. It's like you gotta. Like it's the girls that mess around with the Michael Kors boys it and it's like uh it can't listen I messed with an MK bag before it was cute but it was still cheap mm, listen like uh, uh, I'm gonna get a working one day girl when your boyfriend goes shopping for you he goes straight to the Michael Kors and there's Not nothing the, wrong with nothing that. There's nothing wrong. My with grandma that. be rocking it to yeah, church. Michael Kors, Michael Kors, and I love that. I purse. love that there's wristlet. Nothing wrong with it. But it's look, like, ain't nothing wrong with MK. But no, but it's just don't know your value yeah, exactly. Know your value. know your value. And look, ladies, if you're not at Birkin bag level, we're not saying you can't get there. You can get right. there because I can't say right now I'm at Birkin. That is a hundred thousand dollar purse. I got the I got I got the B in the Birkin though. That's right. But we haven't done okay. the Birkin yet. And that, I want a baby Birkin, like the gun. Girl, a baby Birkin is still Birkin money. Yeah, it's still. Oh, yeah. But I understand us women, we like to go towards. Okay, let me be technical. The MK boys are mostly the boys with the little gang gang pow pow. Now, now wait a minute. Not really, because it's just. Some, I think more some. so of like personality is what I'm going for. Like you got the M, you got the Michael Kors. And yeah. Oh, so personality. There's nothing wrong with yeah, Michael's like, course. You need please, everybody remember that. There's she said, no- I'm gonna disclaim. Yeah, please. disclaimer. There's but nothing. Michael Kors is cute, <laughs> but it's more so you got a guy that is like. He's not on the level of a Birkin. Yeah. He's not not the most luxurious and he's not the most highest level, highest value man that you can get. There's Michael Kors, but there's tiers to designers. There's tiers to luxury. So Michael Kors is not the the top tier. It's Mm -hmm. a tier level, but it's not the top tier. So all we're saying is don't sell yourself short, just like last week's uh, topic. Do not sell yourself short. If you know you a Birkin girl, if you know you Gucci Prada, Louis Vuitton, like, you know, what that talk, like city girls say, you know you fall into that category and you know your value. Don't settle for someone who is at a lower tier than you. You either go, and and vice versa, ladies. If you know you're talking to a top tier type of dude or you're dealing with a top tier type of dude, but you can't even add that value to his life, don't even expect him to even take you seriously. It's about being real with yourself. Be real with yourself. Know what you deserve. Know what you bring to the table. And step it up if you want to step it up. And, And 
stepping right. it up includes self-work meditate y'all need to go inward and not outward it's too many of us going outward spending money on things that we don't need to spend money on because yeah. we think they're going to take us to this level but you got to take yourself to that level and when you take yourself to that level all the opportunities and the money will come to add on Period. to that so that's right and it's like Hallelujah. everybody listening don't take it as like what we're saying is on the outside like Kaylin said it's inside it's like in you, you got to get right with you internally yep. or internally my microphone <laughs> my, that's that's how real that was this is how real. you gotta get right with yourself first before you, you even think you can attract a person yes that's what i'm saying it's like energy. you Feel like you are a Birkin lady. You are he's gonna come. Birkin lady. Oh, I mean Birkin man. But if it's a lady, that's on you. But anyways, right? You know, you get down how you get down. But you attract Period. what you put get out. Off, if that makes sense, yeah. Like you put so out. It's like, it's like the law of attraction. If you yes. put out, you're gonna get a Birkin man. Birkin man. You're gonna get a Birkin man. Birkin bag. So honestly, and that and, and also too, like how you feel on the inside is what you would project. That's why when people, and sometimes when you look good, you feel good, but it starts with that mm -hmm. feeling good first to even want to look good. You have to feel good to want to wake up to do your hair, to want to wake up to do makeup. You have to be in that mood. You have to have that energy. So it just translates to every aspect of your life. You got to dig deep and then your outside, your exterior will reflect what you're feeling on the inside. So it's like, Ladies, y'all gotta start, you know, getting to that level. Like y'all, y'all gotta start working on your on yourselves and don't sell yourself short. Like it's yeah. time to leave when the cons outweigh the pros. When you hear that little voice, the moment you hear that voice, I'm telling y'all, just from advice, I would have saved myself so much time with Ugh. toxic people if I would have listened Literally. to my little voice way beforehand. But I wanted to take over it'd and be, I thought it'd be I hard. Because the pro yeah, I've done a pros and cons list, but like when I with somebody, I had to physically write one. I started to realize they called it quits when I couldn't think of more good times. I kept thinking more bad times, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's when this, you that's know. not for me." Because mm -hmm. if I'm cons, I can't even think if I can count on my fingers, like maybe the times it was good, and I can't even pass my fingers if it's an infinity more bad times. It's for me. To that's how I do it. Be protective with your energy, you guys. And we're yes. all saying this, like I said, from experience that it takes time. Yes. It takes a certain situation. It takes a certain a certain click in your brain. But it's like, be be nice to yourself. You know, you might have people around you being like, so dumb. Why are you this, that, and the third, whatever. Like, it'll click. It'll come. And you'll know. And when it does come and you get over the, like, sorrow time, you'll naturally boss up. Because I'm telling you, yes. Naturally. Yeah. Whatever that person was bringing to you and, like, dimming your light, your light will flicker right back on and you'll be good. And they'll be looking like, well, can I? Well, how have you? Mm -mm. Let them go. Because once you let them go, you really got to let them go. Like, really got to let them go. And that one, that one person that whoever's listening to this is thinking about right now, they are not going to go nowhere. I was talking no. to my friend about oh. this the other day. I'm they like, don't go like nowhere. A, I'm telling you, like a piece they of don't. stuck on your shoe. Like, you could try to pull it off, but it's still going to be some residue. They, I'm a firm yeah. believer. They always, they always. Oh my gosh, they always come they back. They find little things. It's I, so crazy how guys <laughs> find little things to get back. Like it's ridiculous. Thing. It's like, you did me so dirty. Bye. And you have the nerve to come. And now you want me. Well, you know But what? sometimes it'll be like, oh, I guess I'm, I don't really have anything to do today. No, <laughs> no. 
and that's it. And that's that's where you like, oh, I'm getting sucked back in it. So no, 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 no. You don't have to. You can play the game. Oh, so you I feel like you can't play the game with somebody that you were really, really deeply, deeply, you could deeply attached to because it's like essentially that's gonna go away and it's like, oh wait, do I kind of like you again? It's like, oh, no, okay. you gotta play the game. You gotta have your game face on. I'm telling you from personal experience, you gotta throw them ladies. Now I ain't saying you gotta be out here, but you know what? If he wanna come back and you still have the little feeling the little sexual aurora around him, shoot, you can have him on the side. You're going to treat him like a side, but you would never be my main baby. So, period. That's true, too. That's what you got to do. You got it like that, and you can play the game like that. You know, it's hard, though. But don't get caught. Don't get caught up. Because then y'all go, yeah, don't get caught. That's all I'm saying. But to all the people there that can play the game, you know, play the game. But if you feel it, Go with your first instinct. You feel like you need to go, go. Because it's only uh, going to get worse if you stay. And that's real. Yes. And that's real. But it takes time. It takes it takes learning, you know? And I feel like such an old lady. Like, oh, don't worry. You'll get it when you grow. But we, but we, real. we, and we could talk about this because we've experienced it. Not everyone, yeah. talk, when you're talking from experience, you know, I'm mm-hmm. telling you guys, you will save yourself so much emotional and mental damage if you just listen to the voice the first time. I yeah. would have saved myself emotional and mental damage if I would have just listened you know and I knew that first gut and not working go with your gut I always say go with your gut I have an issue not going with my gut and then it bites me in the butt in the end I should have went with my gut yeah listen to it dream about it listen to it don't be like me I was getting all the dreams the signs the words everything was clear in the sky and I still was not trying to see it it took it took an epiphany and I want to say one thing before we wrap this up. I think there's so many people that are out there praying for their beautiful man or their husband, but girl, you got to let go of your entanglement right now before God will send you your your real husband. So keep that in mind, just yes. for a little a little thought. Like you're still holding on to, but at night you're still like, you know, God, I pray for my let that go you gotta let him go before you can pray for your prince charming but that was that wraps up our girl talk hope you guys enjoyed it that wraps up the show really hope you guys enjoyed we talked about a lot of good things from brianna taylor kodak and bobby Schmurda coming back and then of course the girl talk so make sure you guys follow us on k squared pod we'd love to hear from you guys from what topics you want us to talk about or whatever you just want to chat we're always open to talking to you guys you can also tune in with us every friday and yeah i hope you guys enjoyed once again and we'll see you guys next week see y'all next week bye Bye, guys